And we are back, guys. We all know that the Royal Rumble pay-per-view is one of my personal favorites. It will be live in two weeks. But before that, I just want to get into saying our favorite Royal Rumble moments and our favorite Royal Rumble. So without further ado, I got to ask the question, what are your favorite Royal Rumble moments? But more importantly, what is your favorite Royal Rumble ever? Oh, man, that is a tough one. It is. I'm going to go with Royal Rumble 2009. Oh, supposed to be the year of Randy Orton, but uh, that was during a time when his probably his most interesting feud with the whole psycho character oh, that was, going on. That was great. He's never had more heat, in my opinion, in his career, and that was the perfect way to kind of kick that feud off with Triple H. We all know how it ended, and it was very disappointing, but during the time when he won, it was just, it was the right choice, and the match was Almost perfect. A lot of solid returns there. RVD came back oh, in that yeah, match, I remember. One of your favorites. So uh, that was a fun time for me. Was that like the Legacy Orton when they had Rhodes and DiBiase? <clears throat> yeah, that was around Wasn't that, that they were? That was perfect booking because that was the final four. Oh, yeah. It was Legacy and Triple H. And any moment to see Triple H thrown out of there, I'm all in for it. So let's go. That was stacked. I remember that. They had like Undertaker and it. Kane was in it. Jericho was yeah, in it. Yeah, Jericho. Oh, it was a good one. Oh. <laughs> That was good. That I, I'll never forget that uh, that match at Mania with Triple H and uh, Randy Orton. The, oh, the buildup was one of the best I've yeah. ever seen. But it followed Shawn Michaels. <laughs> when you have yeah, when you when that follows, no, that should have been evented. It would have yeah. been fine if it was in like the middle of the card or the, even one before. Yeah, yeah. like it <laughs> would have been fine. But uh, it, yeah, I, I love that. Ma- I love that Rumble too with Orton winning. That was good. Because like 08 was a year where he was great, but we knew he had a little more in him. So 09, when all that shit went down, it's like okay, this guy is literally the best heel in the company, <laughs> and you're gonna be running with Randy Orton for a long time. And we already knew that he was in the WWE for what five years at that point. Oh, well, no. Oh, two, he came in. Yeah. So seven years yeah. already. Still in his 20s at Plus the time. Plus two in developmental. So he, had. so he was like. He was just, rolling. He was, yeah. uh, I remember in 06, he had his problems, you know, uh, being cocky and stuff. So 09 finally comes, more professional. Just full on psycho. And that was perfect. <laughs> remember when they say he had AED or something? He kicked Vince McMahon <laughs> in the head. <laughs> He fucking had uh, Triple H handcuffed to the, um, I think it was a rope or the turnbuckle, and he kissed Stephanie McMahon off That the was order. one of the best segments I ever saw, <laughs> where Vince is like, I think he was going to say you're fired, yeah. and he slapped the mic out of his hand, <laughs> and then he busted him in the skull. They had a chance to build Orton up at the time as the biggest heel in the company. Yeah. Like like a stone cold like pop reaction type heel. Yeah. Because week after week he was punting all of the McMahon's, not just Steph. Like you, oh my God, he's going out with Triple H and and then he fucking lost the mania and he ruined it. And but. Triple H went to And then he songs. later on went to feud with Kofi Kingston later in the oh, year. Oh that yeah. Was a good one. Awesome. <laughs> oh my God. Alino, what's your favorite Rumble? Uh, I'm gonna go with Royal Rumble 2002. Because uh, that had a lot of uh, memorable moments, uh, surprise entrances. We saw Rikishi come back, Goldust come back, Mr. Perfect come back. And it uh, had a Rikishi. lot of big names. Like Undertaker, I remember when he came out, he was like one of the favorites at the time to win when he was a biker. Cleaned house. The Hardys come back as a surprises. He beats them up. Maven from Tough Enough. 
drop kicks the Undertaker. That <laughs> was the best. That was one of my favorite and moments. Undertaker just loses. He goes up. Maven just looks like he's going to die. And he accepted it. Undertaker <laughs> just threw him over. Put his head through the popcorn machine in the concession stand. And that was um, out for Maven. I will never forget the Undertaker's reaction when he turned around and he oh, saw Maven yeah. eliminate him. He's like, are you kidding me right now? That was now? a big moment too. Like JR and King sold it so perfectly. And uh, Triple H came back. That was a year that he came back from, uh, I think, the quad injury or surgery when he was out for like nine months. And then he came back and eliminated Kurt Angle at the final two. I think that was like a perfectly built and uh, even set up. The way they had the whole payoff for it, it was really good heading into Mania with Triple H and Jericho. The only the only thing that I didn't like about the Jericho and the Triple H match was um, I thought it was kind of I, – I, I felt like it was a letdown. Yeah. I mean, the build was great, but – I think similar to like Orton, like what we were talking about with Orton and Triple H, at uh, that Mania in Toronto, it followed Hogan and The Rock. Exactly. So I think Same that, thing. Yeah. It just the crowd was dead and no one was really invested, I guess, in that at the moment. Which seems to be a theme going on here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my favorite Rumble for sure was 07. I thought that was one of the more entertaining ones that I've watched personally. Shawn Michaels, Undertaker at the end. That was good. That's just something that... They were going for like 50, I think it was 10 minutes, just straight trying to eliminate each other. And that's the whole point is basically trying the winning. To me, if I had to book a rumble, the final two, I would have them literally go for like no more than like five to 10 minutes. Kind of like what Jericho and Sheamus did in 2012, where they were yeah. trying to eliminate each other for like five minutes. They couldn't. But uh, yeah, the Royal Rumble of seven to me was perfect. Uh, you had Kenny Dykstra come out. You had Ric Flair. <laughs> You had Dykstra eliminate Flair. That was pretty funny. You know, he had a lot of surprises there. Um, but a, a lot of people were actually uh, – I was. I always wanted Shawn Michaels to win. I knew he won two before that. Yeah. So when the final two were Shawn and Taker, I kind of didn't care. Like it's one of those rumbles like where you're like, oh, okay, the final two are these two? Okay, like, I really don't care who wins. So for me, watching it back when I was like 13, 12 years old – I was basically pleased with the final two. So it's like, okay, you know what? I'll come out of this happy. And we all knew that Undertaker won. Um, and just the ending was perfect, missing the sweet chip music and just throwing them over. It was just <laughs> perfectly built. But one of my favorite Royal Rumble moments of all time was when Santino oh, got yeah, eliminated yeah. in record timing <laughs> oh, in 2009, your yeah. favorite Rumble. Yes. Who eliminated him? That was Kane. Without <laughs> <laughs> the mask. That was Kane, my God. <laughs> that was so funny. And even the last year, another one of my favorite moments was when Heath Slater eliminated Sheamus. Oh, oh that threw us off. Yeah. I, when I saw that, I was like, what? <laughs> Unexpected for Heath Slater. Like, and he didn't even get a push after that. So that one. They look, that was a letdown there. Last year killed me when like every superstar came out from like one to like twelve, and they would look at Slater coming down and they'd hit him. <laughs> <laughs> like even Sami Zayn illegally enters himself in the Rumble and just hits Heath Slater. I think Elias started that. He was entrance six, and then the next like five or six guys did it. Yeah, that was so funny. He's like he's like on the mic. He's like get it. He, like hit him and he kept walking. That was so perfect. But uh, yeah, um, Royal Rumble moments. You guys have any? Uh, for me, 2003 sticks out. I just love when Shawn Michaels started and then Chris Jericho from behind, that friggin' legend, low blows him and tosses out the heartbreak hit to start it off. One of the most strategic moves I've ever seen, and that is why Chris Jericho is going in the Hall of Fame. Chris, Christian and Chris Jericho. 
little help yeah. from Christian, but that, that moment good. there just floored me, and it was so funny, and that, that stands out as one of my favorites. You know what stands out as one of my favorites? When Shawn Michaels in 2000, the 2005 Rumble, when he eliminated Kurt, and then Kurt oh, came yeah. back in <laughs> and threw him out and basically beat the shit out of him, and it's like... We're getting this at Mania. Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels. I think he suplexed everyone before that happened. And it was just, you thought Kurt was going all the way for a second and then right after. Bye. <laughs> and then and it was just perfect because he switched the music to Melt. Kurt was like, no, like, no, this is not, no. Like, I'm, I wanted to win. This guy fucked me over. Now I'm going to go in the ring and beat Break the shit out angle. of him. <laughs> and then Pinello knows what my favorite Mania match is, one of them, and it's that one, Sean and, and Kurt. Yeah, so a really good match. That, that's probably my favorite uh, Royal Rumble moment for me. Yeah, one that I liked a lot, not because of where, like, they are, because they were old at the time, but just for, like, a moment, was Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, and Undertaker standing in the ring together. Oh. The crowd, <laughs> the crowd was actually like loving it. It was like it was pretty fun to see. Like obviously they weren't gonna win. Not that I like I didn't want them. Holy, to win. thank God, <laughs> thank God they didn't. But for that little moment, I think because we didn't see Undertaker and Sting ever in the ring together, so that at least Goldberg and Undertaker being in the ring, they're both like connected with a streak in their career. So that one was a cool moment. Another thing I want to bring up quickly with that Rumble, the 2017 one was. The, the moment that I loved was when Goldberg flat out again annihilated Lesnar and threw him out. Because yeah. I was like, I was like, oh my God, again. Like, this guy just threw him out again. Like, what are they doing? And then Lesnar did nothing. He's like, oh, okay, I'm done. Like, Bye. Later. later. <laughs> like, I have a good one. Like, <laughs> going to go read my hunting magazine. Like, I was I was actually so surprised with that. I'm like, oh, Lesnar's not even going to, like, eliminate him after? Like, Taker eliminated Goldberg. So it was like, okay, like, that's cool. But it, it kind of fell flat. But another Royal Rumble moment that we all have to like is when Ray won for Eddie. I think that's yeah, like that one that – I remember my brother, we actually watched that. We didn't watch it live because we didn't have like the pay-per-view, whatever. My dad wouldn't allow us to watch it. But I remember when I got it on DVD and I found out with my brother, he's not even like a big wrestling fan anymore. But when he was, he like almost started crying. He's like, oh, yeah, like Ray won. He won the Rumble for Eddie and stuff. And again, like looking back at it now that we're older, like it was – kind of predictable like i could have saw it coming but it was the right thing to do but again i still think that mania match with ray kurt and randy was a big fat letdown for me it was like eight minutes it was really short got the job done though ray won but that we all know that year for smackdown was not good at all uh oh six with king booker and finley and yeah Transitioning at that time. Do you remember what their stable was called, King Booker, with Finley and Regal? It was like three, four months. Forgot. (laughs) There really was bad SmackDown. It was bad. Like the heat that book King Booker got during that time. Oh my god! (laughs) He came out with the the pinky up in the air. (laughs) King of the Ring. Who did he beat? Bobby Lashley to win? Yeah. Judgment Day. Yes, it was. It was those two. Yeah, Bobby Lashley and King Booker. Oh, I am King Booker. It's like, oh my god. Also, Royal Rumble though had like a lot of great matches on the card. Like every Rumble has like some match other than the Rumble where we're talking about it, where it's going to lead to after that. So like, as we're looking back at like Royal Rumbles, what were some of your favorite non-Rumble matches? I'm gonna go out on a limb here because I think it's underrated in general, and I'm gonna bring up the Royal Rumble 2015 Triple Threat match. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> that to me, I remember watching it with this guy right here, and we were basically we were not in our seat the whole. Like it was so much fun. 
Lesnar's like he wasn't in the match a lot, but when he was in it, it was all about him. The match basically solidified Rollins as like a main event guy, yeah, and that one. Yeah. we all knew what happened two months later when he cashed in and became the WWE champion. I miss those days, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Rollins and Cena put on a clinic for most of it, and the spots were perfect. Like remember the Phoenix Splash that uh, I'm pretty sure he went for the Phoenix Splash. Cena moved. And then Lesnar came right back oh, in yeah, and started suplexing that. him. Yeah. And, and he hit the F5 after when he missed. I think it was uh, at the end. He missed. The, I think he it was F5'd him, I think, on the Money in the Bank briefcase yeah. and won. And that was. That was good. That was perfect. Yeah. I, I also love J&J Security being involved because Cena <laughs> did the double AA to both of them. That was another cool spot. So, I don't know. Like, a lot of people, when they think of Cena and uh, Lesnar, they think of SummerSlam, the, the squash match at 2014. Yeah. So this basically redeemed all Cena's credibility in this match, going toe-to-toe with Lesnar and Rollins bringing that high-flying, you know, entertainment. It was just, to me, it's one of the best triple threat matches of all time. That's my personal opinion. That was one of my favorite matches. I'll stick with the uh, triple threat theme, and we'll go as early as last year with Styles defending against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, which was a treat for us indie wrestling fans. They gave it a solid 20, 25 minutes. Kind of a predictable... uh, ending but uh i enjoyed the hell out of that match i feel like i feel like at the time it wasn't it wasn't predictable for me because like they they kept bringing up like oh this could be the first ever co-champions i'm like (laughs) that they were both i'm like that sounds really good like i was like that's entertaining tv you thought they were gonna do that have the co-champions and then uh sammy zane and owens would wrestle each other at mania for the title that's what i thought it was man i guess it just seemed too good to be true i guess that's where i was at it was unpredictable though (laughs) the finish was perfect how he didn't properly tag him in and then (laughs) and then styles rolled up owens he's like no i wasn't the legal man (laughs) perfect how about you, Alino? You know, well, yeah, now that they're, we were going on this era, I'm going to go back to, like, the old school. Uh, Royal Rumble 2000 was one of them that I really remember. Cactus Jack versus Triple H in that oh. street fight. My God, that one is, like, a memorable match. So, like, if I want to see a match from the past, like, I always go to that. The thumbtacks involved. Then he pile drives Triple H to the table. The Rock comes out after Mick Foley was, like, handcuffed by Triple H, and he... Like costs him uh, a little bit. Then Triple H ends it with the pedigree first. Mick Foley, after all, taking that beating, kicks out. And then he pedigrees him on the thumbtacks. It's over. And then he's in the stretcher. Mick Foley's not done there. That's psycho. He gets him off, throws Triple H off the stretcher, and starts beating him. But uh, another match that it seems like a hidden gem. I was watching on the WWE Network a few months ago. Uh, Royal Rumble, I think, 98. Ken Shamrock versus The Rock. Those guys have, like, underrated chemistry with each other. And uh, it looked like Shamrock won. The Rock put the brass knuckles. He puts it in Ken Shamrock's trunks after he hit him with it. Shamrock goes nuts after winning the title. Even after the referee reverses the decision. Perfect. Then they build off Shamrock's character. He just attacks the referees and goes crazy. The Rock is an ultimate heel. That was two great matches. I want to say this match, but I don't think I can because of the guy in it. And you you already know what I'm talking about. (laughs) That fucking wrestling clinic between Kurt and and Chris. Yeah, the Crippler. The Crippler (laughs) at 2003 is one of the best matches I've ever seen. Like I, I watched that match and that just screams what wrestling is all about. There are certain matches that you think about that can arguably close the show over the Rumble match, and that's one. I think that would be one of them. Yeah, and another match for me that again. 
could have closed over the Rumble was AJ Styles versus John Cena yeah. at 2017. That match, I know Cena won and he got his 16th title, but man, what a match it was. That was a classic. I love how he uh, brought back the ro- he did like the rolling fu, and I was like, holy shit, what the hell is this? And he yeah. did two in a row, and I'm like, oh, it's it's over. Yeah, Bye. low key. This is the third year in a row. Styles has a WWE title match. Yeah, he's the man. All and he debuted show. in the Rumble too. So like the Royal Rumble is connected with AJ Styles' career now. Mr. Royal Rumble, give it some time. I feel like <laughs> I just want to bring this up quickly before we end it because <laughs> yeah. we'll talk about the Rumble, I guess, later on. But would you have him lose like, to Brian and then have him go in the Rumble? Yeah, I think so. I think because. They kind of teased it a little bit when he won the match, when they had that fatal five-way I think they had. It w- he pinned Orton, and then Orton, I think, is going to cost him the match, and they're going to go through the Royal Rumble eliminating each other, leading to a WrestleMania match between the two. I don't know if I like that. Literally word for word. Also, I don't want to take away from what Brian's doing right now, yeah. because he kills me. Every time I'm watching SmackDown, <laughs> he's the highlight of the show for me. So. It's it's gonna be exciting to see what happens, but um, still hoping for that. Also, uh, before we go, I want to <laughs> say we've said our favorite moments. Yeah, I want to say what moment have you disliked the most at me at the Royal Rumble pay per view ever? This is uh, gonna be from your favorite 07. Literally every other match. Oh yeah, not Cena Umaga because that was surprisingly really good. But the shit show between Batista and Mr. Kennedy. Oh, my God. And uh, Lashley and... Test. Test. So the Rumble obviously saved that pay-per-view, but those two world title matches, I remember watching during the time, I just, I thought, wow, I want to kill myself. (laughs) They they basically buried Kennedy there. That was where it was like, you could have had him as a star. And it's funny because two months later, he won the money in the bank. But like, again, we all know what happened with that. But yeah, Batista basically... He would no sell like all of yeah. Kennedy's moves. It's like, man, you gotta fucking sell this guy. And we're going into it. He's like, I've beaten six former yeah. world champions. <laughs> like, this guy's a friggin' star. Like, Batista's the guy. perfect guy to get him over, and nope. then he squashed him in like six minutes. It was yeah. bad. How about you, buddy? You know, as we're thinking about talking Batista, he seems to be the theme going into battle oh, no. moments. <laughs> That year he came back. No, oh my God. If he won the match, <laughs> you brought as a surprise, it up. I think it would be a lot better received. But since he came out like the week before and said announced that he's going to be in the Rumble match, and it was way too predictable. And then Brian got eliminated. <laughs> yeah. Or no, Brian wasn't even in he wasn't it. In the match. Oh my God. Ray Mysterio was number thirty, and, and then he got poor booed. Ray got booed. And I think Roman Reigns, how after like a lot of people say his He whole, broke the record yeah, that year, right? He broke the record and people will say that it was forced after. Like they were just pushing him down everyone's throat. If they really wanted to put him over big, that was the year to do it. When he like unexpectedly, no one expected Reigns to just come in and eliminate thirteen people. Him eliminating Batista, when Batista comes back, that would have been huge and that would have made him a bigger face. For me, the biggest disappointment and for me, you you already know what it is. It's obvious. Royal Rumble 2013, when The Rock pinned the longest reigning WWE champion and one of the best champions, CM Punk, and then went on to face Cena at WrestleMania in one of the most predictable matches of all time. <laughs> Not only was it a bad match, we saw it the year before, and the finishes... Like, the finishers, they had limitless finishers. I swear, I think they did nine finishers yeah. each. And 
I don't blame Punk for leaving after that. Um, it was basically the start of a bad ending, and that basically broke my heart. It was one of my favorites, and uh, it fucking sucked. So uh, for me, when you look at it as a wrestling fan, one of the longest reigning champs going up against a part-timer, and you pin The Rock, and then Vince comes out. It's like, no, no, restart it. And then you won off one people's elbow. It's like, no, man, like, you fucking buried him. You buried him right there. I'm surprised you even brought that up just because I know how much you hate it. Yeah, like, (laughs) it was just, it was a moment where I'm looking back at it now, and I'm actually, like, it's one of the worst booking decisions of all time when I look at it. Other than when Punk lost to Triple H at Night of Champions. Oh, yeah. Because that, that was also fucking I terrible. All momentum going into like what could have been a huge like title reign. He was coming off the other. summer of Punk and you yeah. lose to Triple H. Who hadn't wrestled in a while at that point. And the whole point of that pay-per-view was titles being defended. And the main event was a singles match. <laughs> For no title. <laughs> but, yeah, that's my the moment I dislike the most in Royal Rumble history. Other than maybe I would say... Uh, the 2000 and uh, I would maybe say the 2016 or the two no the 2012 um, what was it it was CM Punk versus Ziggler for me was a letdown that was not good and then you had the world heavyweight title open the show in a steel cage match and that was one of the worst steel cage matches I think I've ever watched with Mark Henry Big Show and oh, Daniel okay. Bryan yeah no nothing <laughs> don't have to say anything more <laughs> that's another show where you said like the Royal Rumble saved the show for me the Royal Rumble saved the show for 2012 in the unpredictability of Sheamus winning since uh since we were just on Punk I want to bring up I also don't like in 2010 when he was doing his uh what was the stable he was a part of the uh, Straight Edge Society yeah, right I totally slipped my mind he was doing his shtick. And then Triple H came in and threw him out way too early. I thought he could have ran with that for like half an hour. (laughs) Didn't he eliminate like six guys by doing that? Yeah. (laughs) Zack Ryder, uh, Kali, Beth Phoenix. It was just the same thing like after now. Like I can save you. you That was just golden. Do you remember when he GTS'd Beth Phoenix? That was actually so That was the fucking best. I was like, (laughs) no, he did not. And he throws her out. I'm like, yes. Like what he did with the Nexus the next year. Oh, like oh, one after one. Like oh, when he yeah. did that with Straight Edge Society, that was just that was golden, extra theatrics to the match. I love. I love. I love the chest hair. Yeah, that right. was great. Fucking Jesus over here. Yeah, man. Was that the forty man rumble? No, like, no, that was twenty ten. That was that was one of my favorite rumbles because oh, of Edge, Edge winning. Rumble, yeah. 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 <laughs> but anyways, that's a lot of. Uh, we have a lot of Royal Rumble memories, stuff we don't like, great matches, but uh, hopefully this year uh, we'll have uh, some good memories, not bad ones. Tune in next week when we talk about it. Take it easy, guys.